G'day everybody, welcome back to the All Things Podcast. My name's Isaac and uh, I am once again joined by Joseph. Hey guys, how you going? It's good to be back. Yes, I'm happy to have you back on the show. Our last ep- episode we did together, which was the last All Things Podcast episode, episode 25, uh, did absolutely amazing. It is now the second most viewed uh, episode on our YouTube channel, which is amazing, and it's climbing to overtake our first position, which is episode five of All Things Podcast, believe it or not. So it's great to have you back. Um, everyone enjoyed having you on the show and yeah, if people enjoy it again, um, then I'd love to keep having you back on the show. And uh, yeah, I, I'm enjoying having you on the show. I hope you're enjoying coming on to the show. Oh, I, I love it. That's good. That's good. Yeah, last episode was great. And I'm glad to have you back. But we got we got quite a few things to talk about today. Obviously, the big one, Andal episode 4, 5, and 6, the uh, second era in the Andal show, the uh, you know, second story of it, episode four to six. Uh, we'll be talking about the NRL Grand Final and the uh, 2022 complete season, our final thoughts on it, and a few Marvel announcements. So strap in, get your popcorn, get your drinks, and get ready for today's episode. Uh, should be a good one. As always, um, if you enjoy, please give us a rating if you're listening on a podcast service or if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a like. It helps us out. And uh, yeah, let's get straight into this episode. Should be a juicy one. Now, Star Wars Andor episode four to six are now out. Episode seven next Wednesday, of course. And um, the show is starting to pick up now, especially after episode six. But let's let's start with our review of episode four. Now, I got really excited in episode four. I don't know about you, Joseph, but the Easter eggs, the thing, the place we haven't seen since two thousand and five. Well, technically, we saw it in the Kenobi show. But we barely did, and I'm not going to count that. This was the first time we properly saw it since 2005, since Revenge of the Sith. You know what that place is? That place is Coruscant. We finally got it back. Um, I was so happy to see it straight off the bat. We got uh, lots of Easter eggs. And it was a slow episode. It was pretty dead. But I really did enjoy it because of the Easter eggs, because of Coruscant. And it... F- finally felt like, well, I wouldn't say it felt like Star Wars. This show isn't feeling like Star Wars. After episode six, it's, it is feeling like Star Wars, personally, to me. But it, it's not that kind of Star Wars show with lightsabers, the Force, blah, blah, blah. It's a different perspective. It's a perspective of, you know, people that aren't Force-sensitive. It's, you know, the normal people, um, the the people that are building the rebellion. But what did you think, Joseph? What are your thoughts? I mean... As you said, it was exciting to see Coruscant. It's um yeah. since two thousand five. I was two when I wasn't the last even time we saw Coruscant. Alive. I wasn't alive, bro. That's crazy. We get to see the Senate. I don't remember was that in episode four or five. Um Well I think it was at the end of episode four where we got to see um we got to see the yeah. Senate. Yeah. And then that was more, more of it in episode six we actually got to see a whole meeting going on. Yeah. Um that was I, I thought that was really cool. Like mm, definitely. Well, the last time we saw the Senate was obviously when everything In live action at thing. least. Yeah. When Jar Jar Binks then declared uh, Palpatine the leader. Yeah. 
and then that kicked everything off. So this is the second time we've seen it since then. It's kind of, it's a big step, and for such a show that's kind of absent of all, as you said, the force and lightsabers, it's whole Star Wars vibe, yeah. Yeah, it really ties it back together because, I oh, definitely, like, yeah, the last time we saw that was with the force and the lightsabers with uh Palpatine and Yoda fighting, and now it's Obviously just simple. It. Yeah. Um, it's um the Palps and Yoda's fight. Yeah. It um it ties the world together. It it's really good because yeah, as you said, this is just simple um politics. This is rebellion against the Empire. It's yeah. it, it's so a different perspective on the Star Wars galaxy, like the yeah perspective of normal everyday people. Um, and then you know people that want to be good and take a step up to you know create this rebellion. It's such a um. It's a step into like bringing the world together. Yeah, I agree. And um, I really enjoyed it. The rest of the episode, the parts without the Easter eggs, it was very slow, as Andor has come to be. But no, I totally agree with what you're saying. You know, it's a whole new perspective on the galaxy of, you know, people, this normal everyday people. It's, we're seeing the galaxy through their eyes, and um, it's really great. Um, obviously. There's um, obviously six episodes to go. So, yeah, we, we, we're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly, but we're getting there. We are. Um, you know, we episodes one to three, those kind of like low-level police officers um, or security people, whatever they were, um, it was really good to see, you know, like a different class of the Empire in, instead of seeing, you know, the high-up greatest people in the Empire like Palpatine, Vader, Thrawn, Krennic. Harkin, obviously stormtroopers we know aren't the best, but stormtroopers are. That, that, that's that's one thing in Ender. We haven't seen one stormtrooper yet, I don't think. I don't think we've seen one I th- stormtrooper. The f- I think we have in the flashbacks. Okay, yeah. Were they? No, sorry, those were clone troopers, I believe. I think that was the era we of clone troopers. We haven't seen clone troopers yet in the show. We're still no? waiting for okay. that, so I, I'm really wondering how that's going to roll in. Um, I would assume it's flashbacks, you know, we'll, we'll wait, we'll have to wait and see, um, but there's one criticism with the show I've got, it's the, I guess aliens don't exist anymore. Yeah, I did pick up on that, it's, um, I'm loving the show, but where are the aliens at? Um, I must say, like, that episode, episode six, you know that tribe, um, that went to watch you? Or those, like, lights that went over the planet? Those big tribe people that didn't talk Star Wars language yeah, or yeah. English. There wasn't one alien in that tribe. You know, that, that uh, they could have used... Like, that could have been an alien tribe easily. But I it's, guess not. It does feel... Uh, yeah, feel... It's different. Like, I, um... There isn't any soldiers that are... Aliens either, like you can argue for stormtroopers, with the, they have their masks on, so they can only pick aliens that fit, fit those masks, and obviously we've only seen one being Finn, and so that can be excused. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that's definitely. And episode six does that other other person that said he was this stormtrooper pick up on that? I don't think I do. One of the people who was fighting alongside Andor and the other. Rebels, um... 
Oh, okay. one of one of uh yeah, he said he was a stormtrooper, and that's pretty cool. To, you know, you know he he's already left the Empire. When how long has the Empire been around now? It's fifteen years. Stormtroopers would have came in. What like I don't even know when stormtroopers would have came into the Empire. So he must have you know left after a few years, which is which is cool. This is good. It's good to see yeah. you know, that even though they're in the Empire. The Empire still has good people, and they're all be- just being brainwashed. Like, obviously, Mon Mothma, she's in the Senate, but she's trying to do good good things for the galaxy and yeah. know, rebel against the Empire. Huh. Yeah, it's, um, I enjoyed the first uh, four and five. They were good, mm-hmm. but... Five was very slow. Were, I, I, it was well, so five slow. Was really boring. I mean, it's good character development. I guess, you know, they're leading up to the big thing that happened in Episode 6, which blew my mind. Episode 6, one of the greatest Star Wars episodes in all of live action. Like, I say that yeah. truthfully. Easy. That was one of the greatest live action or Star Wars moments ever. And as well as visually, I think, Episode 5, I mean, not Episode 5, Episode 5, boring, Episode 6, um, visually was stunning, cinematography was amazing, and I reckon it was... It, it, at that last Jedi cinematography and visually, uh, visually appealing yeah. level, um, obviously you know all the like the starry sky, you know when all those rainbow things were flying across the sky, that was amazing. Yeah, that was it was really cool, and I think you know one of the best visually looking moments, scenes, shots in all of Star Wars. I um, I agree. But back on uh, you mentioned character development. It's they're doing it well, but um, this is a point that I wanted to bring up with you. I feel like they have too many characters to have character development in. It's the same problem that I had with Obi-Wan, which oh, is they Obi-Wan. tried to introduce yeah. so many characters. And yeah, Andor is 12 episodes long, which is six episodes longer than Obi-Wan. But they're trying to introduce all these characters. It's okay because, spoilers, but they kill off half of the rebel, uh, the, the, that rebel um, team. I I I um, thought that was going to happen. To be honest, yeah, it, I am. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't appreciate them trying to build these characters. And I actually really liked Nemec. Nemec was the nerd one. He um, he's on a few yeah. other shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I really liked the his table, character. Him. Yeah. I um. Got, I would have liked to see him more. He would have been a uh, season a, two character. He. I, yeah, I totally agree. He reminded me of Donatello, the purple Ninja Turtle. Like, <laughs> yep. without him, the team isn't complete. He's like the brains of the team and the technical side of the team. He reminded yeah. me of Donatello a lot. I saw him as a young um, Cassian. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Both very intelligent. Yeah. Um, but no, that was sad to see. But the other ones I really didn't have much connection to, although they tried to make me feel sorry for them. Yeah. Um, I, and that's mostly Disney doing a lot lately. Oh, definitely. Um, but I, I love seeing Andal being cold-blooded again. He killed... What? He killed that um other guy who was in their little rebel thing for their little attack on the Empire base. He killed him, obviously, towards the end of episode six, um, which is, I kind of saw coming, once they, once they, you know, landed, and they were talking, I saw it coming, he's like, oh, Andrew's gonna kill him now, 
and he did. Yeah. But it's good to see, you know, that the the rebels, they're not all, all, you know, the people that are trying to be rebels aren't all good. I mean, Andrew, you know, obviously wants to do good things, but he doesn't individually care about people, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's um, good to see that side of the Rebel Alliance as well. Being, being yeah. Obviously. As we said last time, it's a lot more of a darker Star Wars, and I like that because... Yeah, I agree. Everybody who's watched Star Wars is a lot older now, and it's kind of... um, It's good to see that they switched it, and it's Dan Gilroy, right? It's Daniel? Uh, Dan Gilroy, uh, he died... No, he wrote episode uh, four, five, and six, and Tony Gilroy did one to three. Tony Gilroy, That's the right. creator of the whole show, um, and yep. the executive producer, and then Dan Gilroy is his brother, and then they have okay. a, and their other brother is the editor. I forget his name though, but he's the editor of the whole show. Yeah, well, I really appreciate what they're doing for Star Wars. It's it's a new take, and I like it. I agree, and um, as we know, um. Well, as people have been saying, Tony Gilroy's been offered a movie contract. And I would actually love to see a movie from Tony Gilroy. It'd be a different style with movie, something we've never seen. Like, I'd love it to be, I don't know, hundreds of years after the Rise, rise of Hardcore. Or not in the timeline we know. Okay, something yeah. something ages away. Or, age, or something that happened way before. Um, Just to see, you know... His creative mind come to come to the screen with Star Wars because I and I'm actually enjoying it. it's different. It's very different to very. Star Wars we've seen. Like you watch the Mandalorian, and then you watch this show, and you won't think they're part of the same film franchise. There's um, there's very little names tying the mm. um tying the worlds together. Yeah, I got a lot of. Game of Thrones vibes in episode six as well, um, with like the tribe, it just I don't know the whole feeling, the shots. I don't know why I got heavy Game of Thrones vibes. It was different. Yeah. It, it's good to see you know Star Wars in that different, different side of Star Wars and different perspective as we've been saying. It's um it's enjoyable, but I'm also I, I'm excited to see what where the um what's gonna happen in the next six episodes because we're only halfway through yeah it's we've got two more arcs to go through so what they're doing is they're doing three episode arcs so episode one two and three is an arc and then episode four five and six was an arc you know building up to the empire uh, okay. soon episode seven eight nine will be another arc and if it, it always feels like you know the the first two episodes are pretty slow and then the third episode in the arc just smashes the bloody yeah atmosphere like episode one and two Slowest start ever, and then episode three really picked up. Episode four, I loved only because of the Easter eggs and Coruscant and stuff. But again, it was really flat. It was a flat episode. It was slow. Episode five, dead as hell, um, but still enjoyable. But just really dead. Um, and then episode six, boom, that was amazing. And I want to go over something as well. The length of episode six, fifty-three minutes. What was like, it? I hadn't noticed. Yeah, fifty-three minutes, and like. Eh, I can, this is an issue with Kenobi show. Like, this show's making Kenobi look like a freaking fan film. Kenobi episode ranged from 30 minutes to 50 minutes. Or like, the longest was like 56 minutes or something. 58 or something. No, yeah, around 50-something. 50 50, mid-50s. And yeah. that was six episodes. 
We were promised like an hour episodes. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if we were promised, but I heard lots of rumors saying. No, it's an that hour was. Episodes. That's what we, I think. What we were told because everybody, um, everybody had just kind of made it up to be a uh, Obi Wan trilogy because yeah. six episodes. Yeah. Exactly. And it was supposed to be three two-hour long episodes. So that's that's what the um. Yeah. That's what it was equated to. Okay. So. But it just it makes it annoys me because Andor nobody asked for this show. Nobody really cares about Cassie and Andor. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm loving it, and it's giving us a different perspective. But come on, Obi Wan Kenobi is Obi Wan Kenobi, and it was focusing on arguably the two greatest characters in all of film and TV. Not the great the the top characters in all of film and TV. Obi Wan Kenobi. I'd say the best. Darth Vader. Anakin Skywalker. I'd say Darth Vader is the best, best villain. villain of all time. Him and Propalvatine or Joker, they're, they're all in the top top five yeah. best villains of all time. And it just annoyed me that, you know, th- that that show isn't getting... I, I don't know. I, don't, I can't put it to words, but, like, you watch Andu and the quality just looks so much better, and then you go watch Kenobi, and it's just so... It feels so fan-fiction-y and fan, fan-filmy. Yeah. And then you watch so. Andor. Andor looks amazing. Um, that's what I'm really liking about Andor. It's really polished and professional. It's more adult and mature, which is something we've never really had with Star Wars. Like, if you really think about it. So, I, I'm really enjoying it. I want to go back to episode four with, you know, all the Easter eggs in on Coruscant in Luthien's shop. Now, obviously, we saw heaps of stuff. We saw Mandalorian armor. Starkiller, Starkiller's helmet and like armor. If you don't know who Starkiller is, he is a uh, part of Star Wars Legends. Star Wars Legends is set in like another time timeline of Star Wars, and basically Darth Vader found Starkiller when Starkiller was a young kid, and Darth Vader trained him behind Emperor Palpatine's back, and so it was really cool to see his helmet and his armor in Star Wars canon. Like this, you know, a nice nod to the fans. Obviously, Mandalorian armor we saw. We saw a Gungan shield from the Phantom Menace. We saw so many different things. The uh, daughter, son, and father, the thing from Star Wars Rebels, the big painting. Um, we saw a Sith and Jedi holocron, which was really cool. Uh, it was really cool to see that in live action, you know, up close as well. In Episode 6, we saw it again, or Episode 5, we saw it again. And that was cool. Um... Now, there have been some people, like, saying, why the hell does Luthen have all this stuff in his store? It's an antique store, but most, like, people are saying, why the hell does he have the Jedi and Sith Helicron? Well, my point is, I think that it could be fake, just for show. It's an antique store, could be a fake Jedi and Sith Holocron, because the Empire is literally trying to look for Jedi and Sith Holocrons. So they could be fake. Um, but who knows? But it's a nice little Easter egg, I guess. I'm, I'm not going to take it too seriously. It's just really cool to see. It brings up a lot of questions about his character, though. Like, how did he get his hands on a lot of these things? He's a, he's clearly, like, very intelligent, and oh, yeah, um, we are. saw in Episode 3, he's can handle himself. I'm really invested in him, yeah. He's I think he... Yeah, he's probably one of the characters in the show that I am very 
excited to see more of. Me too. Um, obviously, episode six, when he was in his antique store, and there was that person reading the paper, and he said, did you hear about the Empire attack on whatever planet they were on? And then he goes into the back, and he starts Funny. laughing, because he knows they were successful. Knows that was Andor and the other rebels. Is this a really cool, different, unique, interesting character? I definitely want to see more of him. Yeah, I think um, as you said before, he um, yeah, he, he's an interesting character, and I want to see what they do with him. Like, I want to see where he goes for the rest of the show. And he's um, he's a very good actor. Like his actor, he was in um the Thor movies. Yes, the Thor. Yeah. So um. He's been in Disney before. He's um, yeah, he's exciting. I want to see more of him, and I think that they could do something with him after Andor, after the series. He's yeah, I agree. He's cool. Hope they don't kill him off. Um, oh, well, he's he's not in Rogue One, but maybe something. Yeah, obviously, get explained all in Andor. It may kill or kill him off. I hope not. There is. Two seasons of Andor, so... Yeah, um, now, season two, I reckon, will... The row everybody... Will, will amaze everybody, I reckon. Obviously, Andor season two, Tony Gilroy thinks it'll come out around 2024. If they start okay. filming November, so next month. He said it'll come out 2024. 2023 is all set. No other shows coming out next year. Well, at least I don't think so, because, you know, we got so much coming out next year. We got Bad Batch... We got Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew, Acolyte. That's five shows already. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, now, obviously, Grand Admiral Thrawn is going to get his debut appearance in the Ahsoka show. And I believe they're going to save that for that, so I don't think we're going to see him in Andor Season 1. But Andor Season 2 will come out after we've already seen him in live action. So I think we could potentially see Grand Admiral Thrawn in Andor Season 2. I reckon it's a really high be. possibility. Yeah. Um, I, um, as I said to you before, I really thought that uh, they were going to give us a sneak peek of um, Palpatine in that Senate. Oh, I was hoping for it. I, um, Yeah, episode six, when Mon Mothma is doing her speech, and then to the, towards the end of her speech, a lot of people like started talking, and Mon Mothma stopped. And then, like, a look went on her face, and I'm like, oh my god, Palpatine's just walked in. And then it cuts to Luthen. Maybe he did walk in, and we'll see it in episode 7. Because, obviously, every, she's still in the Senate, unless she just walks out. But that that was building up. Everyone started talking, and, like, loud, loudly. And it's just like someone important just walked walked in the door. And then Mon Mothma, you know, so she stopped her speech, and, like, she got a look on her face. And then it cuts to Luthen. Um, I was like, oh my god, we're going to see Palpatine. Maybe he did walk in the door. Who knows? I think that episode 7 will open with him doing a speech and it pans up oh. and we see him. Oh. I think that'll be really cool. Like, it'll open I with imagine. him doing a speech and we just slowly back. pan up to him. Yeah, I would love that. And... It would be great. <sighs> I hope so. I don't know, though. I, I don't know. I hope so, though. But we'll see. Wednesday, next Wednesday, episode 7. Um, now, wonder where Andor's going to now. Obviously, left the planet. They were on in the spaceship. 
And he's off to somewhere else now. Where's he going? Carlson? To see Luthen? I don't think so. Um, don't know where he could be going. Um, who knows? He's still obviously got all the clone flashbacks. And that reminds me. Clones. If we're seeing clones, does that mean we're going to see Tamora and Morrison back again? If the t clones are going to be talking, it's obviously got to be Tamora and Morrison's voice. And if one of them takes their helmet off, Tamora and Morrison is a clone again. It'll be of, great. He is. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, we saw him in Kenobi shows that drunk fat clone, um, which was a nice little cameo. And same with yeah. Ahsoka show, I think we're, we're going to see him as Rex. We gotta see Rex in the Ahsoka show. There's no way they're not gonna do that. So that'd be cool. Tamora Morrison as as Rex. Crazy. And this Has he played a live action Rex? No. Yeah, well, like as in we've seen his face because we saw him in um. Oh, obviously we saw him in the movies in the prequels, but Rex. I don't think we saw his face since then. Rex. Who Rex? Yeah. Rex wasn't in any of the prequels. He was only in Clone Wars and Rebels. Wesley did not see okay. him in prequels. I'm thinking Obviously, of Commander Cody. Yeah, Cody's in the prequels. Um, but not... Yeah, Cody tries to kill Kenobi. Um, yeah. But yeah, not Rex. So it'll be a first time. Obviously, we see Rex. Now, this is actually canon now. Dave Filoni confirmed it to be canon. In uh, Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, when they're on the... the um moon of andor or whatever when they're on andor not the character the planet andor with all the moons yeah and the um whatever the little things what are they called ewoks um now and you got all like the rebels that go down and help well, one of them mm -hmm. is actually captain Rex. uh captain rex wow okay they've only confirmed it in star wars rebels and like in interviews and stuff he and yep. if you look at him i'll put a photo up on screen now for you guys if you look at him you, you you can kind of tell that that's like an older Rex. Obviously, clones have accelerated aging, so he's going to be hella old. But, you know, that's cool. He he fought alongside everyone on uh, Andor. That's crazy. He played healing. Yeah, it's... He kind of ties the world together, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. That's crazy. It's, that's... um... Yeah. Yeah, obviously, no, this I... is some old actor old guy that George Lucas got, yeah. but now they confirm it to be Captain Rex. It's just a coincidence, but it's a cool coincidence. It's a happy, co it's a happy coincidence. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. So, you know, I'd love to see Tamara Morrison as Rex. Never properly seen Rex in live action. Um, you can't really count Return of the Jedi. Because yeah. well, that's not Tamara Morrison, of course. Looks so, like him there. I, it's kind of crazy how he... Um, He's in it all. Like he's been in almost every era. Yeah. Um. He's been in Rebels, Clone Wars, the movies. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like it. I really like what they do because yeah, he just uh, ties the world together. Yeah. Obviously, gonna get more of the clones, animated clones in. Hails of the Jedi, twenty sixth of October, two weeks yesterday. I'm I'm so excited for that. I'm I just you, dude, I can't wait. I'm, I'm gonna miss the premiere oh. though, so I'm not gonna watch be able to watch it as like soon as it comes out and do a live watch party oh. because I got a school event thingy on. Okay, I'll spoil it for you. Oh, I wish I wish I could. 
bro. Obviously, who are you most excited excited for to see in to see in that show? Um, Dooku. Yeah, I no, I have to agree. Background in well, proper. Well, we've got it in novels, obviously. Um, a little bit in Clone Wars. In that, um, Clone Wars. Yeah, he has some Clone Wars arcs on it, but we've never seen young, young Count Dooku on the screen. So it's gonna be it's... really cool. Yeah, I, I love, I love Count Dooku. He's sick, sick character. Nice to be getting. Qui Gon Jin back with Liam Neeson voicing older Qui Gon and Liam Neeson's son voicing younger Qui Gon, which is it's amazing. And more Yaddle, we're getting Yaddle. If this show confirms that uh Yoda and Yaddle uh, make Grogu, I'm gonna. Yeah, no, I hope I... not. I, I doubt it. I but... hope he's a clone. I hope Grogu's a clone of. I don't know. I hope he's like spliced genes. Like not. He... I hope he doesn't come from someone who's important, like Yoda or Yaddle. Yeah. Like that. Just. It just. You know, everything in Star Wars seems to be connected. Like freaking, yeah. like the sequel is freaking Ray is related to Palpatine. Oh. Well, she was going to be related to um. Kenobi. To, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have much preferred that. That's why in the Force Awakens we actually hear uh, Obi Wan talk to her because that their first thoughts were okay. Let's let's um. She's going to be a nobody. Then she's going to be a Kenobi. And then she's going to be a nobody. And now they ended up doing a Palpatine. Like they changed it around so many times. Yeah, I don't understand that because I understand that uh, Last Jedi ruined the whole um, that villain. Um, I'm blanking. Snoke. They ruined Snoke because he was set to be the villain of the three movies, and then he gets killed off in the Last Jedi, right? And then I understand that J.J. Abrams didn't have much of a way to go with villains. Made him a clone. Pap as well. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I understand that. Yeah. Like, J.J. Abrams didn't have a lot to do, yeah, so he had to bring I, back yeah, Palpatine, he, but... What he did for what we got after The Last Jedi was... It was okay. I mean, it wasn't yeah. the worst, wasn't the best. It, it wasn't the ending of Star Wars I hoped we would have got. Yeah, but I, they didn't need to make Rey Palpatine's granddaughter. They still could have gone down the Kenobi route. Uh, no, I don't know. It's Kenobi, who would... I, I don't know, it being Kenobi, yeah. be cool, but... I just don't know how it would work. It wouldn't, but I would. I would have rather that over that Palpatine. That's fair enough. Yeah, that's fair enough. But we're not on the sequels. We're on Andor we're somehow because we've <laughs> we gone always, on a we big strand. Off. We always, yeah, we always yeah. do. But yeah, Andor episode, uh, oh, well. episode four, five, six. It's getting good. The show is getting good now. Obviously, five seems like the mid the mid episodes of each arc is really slow and dead. Like, but yep. that's okay. Um, you know, episode three, six, episode six especially was crazy amazing. Uh, and I can't wait for episode seven. More Senate, please. More of that gree Star Wars. And yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, I think pretty much all we really have to talk about for Andrew. Obviously, we'll continue talking about it after each arc. And, 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 and so on. So, yeah. I think we've covered Star Wars for today. Uh, I think we have, Joseph. You think covered it enough? Say so. I, I do want to get your opinion on a um, episode ranking from 1 to 6 right now, though. 
episode ranking one to six? Okay. Yep. Okay. So first to last or last to first? What do you want me to do? Best to uh, worst go last or worst? To worst to best? Yep. Okay. I would go worst episode and or episode two. Yeah, we got okay. two cool flashbacks, but it's overall dead. Not better than anything else we've got. Then I'd go Andor episode 5. Yep. Again, really flat and dead. Then I'd go Andor episode 1. Andor episode 3. Andor episode 4. Andor episode 6. So 2, okay. 5, 1, 4, 6. Only 4 I just loved... Then Coruscant again. Six was obviously the best so far, in my opinion. Three was more about action for the first arc. Two was flat. Five was flat. One was good start. See, what are yours? What are yours? Um, I I agree, but I would have thought that um, three and one would have been more in competition. I thought I would have three in second, have one in third, and then have six in first. Okay, so what it will go worst. Best. So, episode two worst. Yep. Episode five. Yep. Uh, episode five. Then I'd say episode four. I uh, episode one. Sorry, and yep. then four, and, and then three, then six. six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just um. Yeah, I, I just... think six and three are are um. Yeah, as I said, two, five, one, three, four, and then six for me. Um, so yeah, um, obviously episode six, definitely the best. Episode four, I just love because of the Coruscant thing and again. And then episode three, obviously, good action. Episode one, good start. Episode five and two, this flat as hell. Yeah, I think making um making the other episodes so slow helps the action get be more exciting. Definitely, you know, it, like, drags it out, which always isn't the best, but it, it's been okay, and then, you know, it hypes us up, like, each, ep- each week going to the episode, okay, okay, action tonight, and boom, we got it. So, that's yeah. good, you know. The long weeks is what really annoys me. Waiting that yeah. whole week. It does go fast. Um, Like, life's going hell fast, but it's just annoying. No, six weeks left until until it's over. And see, I'm happy they're releasing Towers of the Jedi all at once. I know it's only short. And yeah, I I know it's only short, six episodes and only fifteen to twenty minutes. But yeah, um, it is what it is. I'm sure it'd be amazing, and we're we're all gonna want more. Uh, we'll probably get a season two. You know, they could do different Towers from a different era. So they could step away from prequel, they could go to original trilogy era, and sequel trilogy era, they could do it for all types of fans, and then they could, uh, I don't know, do Old Republic, um, Towers of the Jedi from the High Republic, they could do a lot, so, yeah, yeah I'm definitely there's no, there's no reason for them to stop Tales of the Jedi, it can literally be um, whatever they want it I to agree. be. And I would definitely love Tales of the Sith. Yes. Make another show, Tales of the Sith. Ooh, you could have, you could have Old Republic, Old Old Republic. Old Republic, you can do that for freaking decades. You could cover Old Republic stuff for decades because that that goes on for ages. And there's so many yep. Sith legends in that. 
And then they could go into High Republic, uh, closer to the Phantom Menace, Plagueis. Um, yeah, we could have a live action of the tale of the Darth of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Oh, give me it, bro! Give me it. I want it, you know starting his career out. It could be like a, a trilogy. Okay, three movies. Okay, give me out. Okay, next film I'm pitching this to you. Three movies, a trilogy for Darth Plagueis. Finally, make him officially canon. Um, because, you know, Disney, they're not really sure because, you know, the Darth Plagueis novel is now Legends. Even though Palpatine says Darth Plagueis, the wise to Anakin, and the tragedy of Darth Plagueis, the wise, Palpatine could just be making that up. I hope he's not. I hope Disney make him, do something and make him canon. I'm sure Dave Filoni will if he, if he, if he gets it, um, gets the opportunity to do it. But, okay, trilogy, three movies. Movie one. Okay, first movie in the trilogy, him starting out, him becoming a Sith Lord, his master, I forget the name, but he has a sick master, I forget his master's name. And then it can go into Palpatine, him finding Palpatine, training Palpatine as a young boy, training him, and then it can, and then the third movie ends with his death, and obviously Palpatine gets Maul as an apprentice behind his back, because you know, the ruler too, um, and then it ends with his death. Like the creation of, um, I believe it's in Legends how they created Anakin. Yeah, with the middle Chlorians and stuff. Yeah, like we could see something like that. Um, like they could do anything they want, but they um, I I understand why Disney want to make their own universe. Yeah, they would. But I think um, a lot of people are saying, sorry, uh, a lot of people are saying, you, you know. Disney stop doing all this stupid out of order stuff. Go on from nine and just start keep doing stuff after episode nine and just stop going back. Which is just stupid. Like I don't agree with that. I want to see all this other stuff. There's still so much stuff. You know the amount of Clone Wars arcs that haven't been finished and the amount of Clone Wars arcs that could become a show. They could make millions of animated shows or even live action shows of of Clone Wars arcs. So I really hope it's. I really hope. The money comes yeah, from man. what people know. Like, yeah, if you throw Batman out, people are going to go there. Like, mm, mm. Iron Man and the Avengers grew a name because it was developed. And, like, you just... you got to know where your market is. And just creating more stuff with a split crowd, it's just not going to... Um, I don't think it'll come out as well as if you were to do something that people... No, to be good. Yeah. Like, if be, if they were to give us a uh, Luke Skywalker TV show, as you and I have discussed before, yeah, and base yeah. it on the uh, Legends yeah. books, yeah. I think that would sell crazy. Oh, definitely. Um, better than Obi Wan. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, you know, Obi Wan obviously broke records. I, I think Ahsoka's. Oh, I don't know. Obi-Wan, everyone knows who the hell he is. Ahsoka, though, I reckon is going to do the same thing. We're getting Hayden back as Force Ghost Anakin. We're going to get more actual proper Clone Wars flashbacks with Ewan, Hayden, and then Ahsoka. Uh, I can't wait. I really hope Ahsoka. See, that's, some, that's a show I've said it countless times, but the show I'm most looking forward to is the Ahsoka show. I think it's had so much time to develop, and mm. she is probably one of the most loved characters in the series, oh, in the Clone Wars series. Uh, definitely. And I think she is the best part of Rebels as well. Oh, definitely. You know her. 
her introduction to Rebels, um, her being Fulcrum, is good. <laughs> I just, good. I think Ahsoka's a new big market that, just because she hasn't been in the movies, people don't appreciate her as much as, like, Obi-Wan or Darth Which Vader. is, you know, she, she could have had a massive opportunity in the sequels. That was a big missed opportunity. Yeah. They, yeah. So it is what it is. Um, but I'm yeah. sure... Um, so it will be great. Dave Filoni, John Favreau is behind it. Um, but that's our review on Ender episode four to six. Um, forty-minute segment there talking about Star Wars, and yeah, personally, I'm really excited for um where Ender takes us next. Six episodes to go until the finale. You got anything else to say? No, I think I think we covered it, covered it all. all. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, we're gonna have a I have a had break and we'll be back to talk about the NRL 2020 season and the grand final just in a minute we'll be back just after the break and we are back from our little break uh and we're talking about the NRL 2022 Grand Final and um, the 2022 season overall. Uh, so, Joseph, take it away. I mean, it was it was eventful. I, mm. the, I mean, besides the finals, actually. The uh, the final game um, between the Penrith Panthers and the Parramatta Eels. Terrible Grand Final. Terrible. Um, ah, yeah. <laughs> we know why. Um, uh, but um, Penrith, Panthers. Penrith came out on top with uh, ease. Surprise, I mean, surprise. it was the Eels. I feel didn't not deserve to be there in the slightest. Um, mm-hmm. they beat the Cowboys the week prior with. They would have, and I mean, I believe that the Eels shouldn't have won that game. There was the NRL came out three or four days afterwards saying that they made a mistake, yeah, and they was um did forward um, passes as we know. Yeah, Mitch Moses did that horrific forward pass, but the try was unawarded, and mm. yeah, it was it was woeful refereeing, and it should never have gone on. But we're here now. Yeah. Henrith go two and zero. Um, this is, they join the club, I think, of the Brisbane Broncos from, uh, 92 and 93, I believe. Yeah, they're back to back. Uh, yeah. Roosters of 2018-2019, I think, 2017-2018. Um, the Melbourne Storm, and I believe one other club. So now they're part of that group, which is good for them. They deserve it. They were top of the league the entire yeah. Um, it wasn't even a competition for them, really. Um, and good on them. They deserve it. Dylan Edwards won the yeah. man of the match, deservedly. That was, yeah, that, he definitely deserved it, but did you see, um, you see that, you, you see when um, they called out his name, his teammates didn't even yeah. do anything. It was, um, I saw that. I was it was that kind was of really amazing. upsetting. Because he, he, his name gets called out, he looks at his teammates, and they just to get an award like that oh. in the 
grand which final. in the in the grand final, which is the biggest game in the year, debatably Origin three if it's a decider, yeah. which it was this year. But last year, if you look at it, when Nathan Cleary won, his boys were on him. Everybody was excited. Dinner would just gets a small golf clap. Nothing crazy. Yeah, and like, it's all his teammates standing behind him, and the guy like right behind him is looking at the ground, and then he just looks at him and just looks at him. He doesn't. And then he shakes his head and walks up to his thing. It must be so demeaning. And the way that the Penrith Panthers have been, like, going about winning this has been Mm. very disrespectful. um, They've been very disrespectful to Parramatta. Um, Api Corusau, he's going to the Tigers next season. Um, Good for him. I believe he's from there, from West Sydney. Um, And... Yeah, he's going there, he's moving there, but they were making jokes about how he's never going to win trophies. He made a joke about not winning a trophy, not going to be winning a trophy there because Tigers aren't doing well lately. Um, That's just, you just don't do that. That's just rude. That's just impolite, especially to a place in which you're going to be going to. Um, But yeah, Parramatta Eels didn't deserve to be there. They played like they didn't deserve to be there. Um, I don't remember the final score. I think it might have been 28-12. 28-12, yeah, correct. Um, it was... Obviously, it was very it was, it was going to be 28-0. But eventually, last, what, last two minutes, Eels yep. got two tries, which is, it looks better than 28-0. Um, I got excited when they scored those two tries because I didn't want Panthers to win. But deserving Lee... They um won, um so yeah two two years in a row. Please don't make it three. I don't think I uh me personally I don't think they will. They're losing as I said, Api Corusau who mm-hmm. just drives their forward pack. Yeah. They're also losing Filiami Kikau who I'd say debatably is probably the best second rower in the league. But no, Penrith Panthers they definitely deserve to win the uh. 2022 season overall they were really good but i you know back to back i really hope they don't go three years in a row uh i, I really don't think they will um yeah they are they're losing a few of their players are losing philly kickout who's a big second rower probably the best in the league if not he's up there top three and they're losing api Corusau, who he was great in origin his debut year in origin he was um and he's he's been great in the final series and he's been great all year he's Probably up there for number nines as well in this in a league. I agree. I agree. Um, Honestly, yeah. But you know, that, so they're losing him. They go into the Tigers, as I said before, where he was being very disrespectful and rude to the Tigers. I'm not a Tigers fan, but yeah, it's just crazy. have class. I have respect. Um. So yeah, there are. I think that they're going to lose too much, and Penrith don't. Sign a credit man. They signed Zach Hoskins from the Brisbane Broncos. He's a second row. He's played about four league games. He did really well in those four league games, but he just doesn't have that same tenacity as Filiami does. And I think they'll struggle a lot more. Um, and I think that it's going to start to even out a little bit more. Which makes it more competitive. Makes it more uh-huh. entertaining. Uh, it makes more of an entertaining games. So, I don't think they're going to go three in a row, but if they do, fair play, because I don't think a lot of other clubs have done that. Yeah, I I hope not. Uh, I hate seeing, you know, 
when teams win years, like two years, two years in a row, you know, it's good for the fans of that club, you know. Oh my god, we're going back to back, three years in a row. Come on, bro. Like, what are the other clubs doing? But, you know, with the intro, um, with, you know, um, the Dolphins being intro, introduced to the NRL, um, it'll be 18th, what, 17th team? Yeah. So, there'll be a bye for everybody. But it should be good. Yeah. Um, I'm, it'll, definitely, um... I'm definitely hyped for where, to see where they go. I think the Dolphins will make uh, top. I think they'll make top ten. They've um, they've got some class players. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah, got they the best coach. It's going to take a while for them to glue, but they'll yeah, eventually. That, that, be, they will eventually. That's exactly right. These, most of these players haven't played together, but they're going to have one of the best forward packs. At least a veteran of a forward pack. Mm-hmm. Um, they just need that one key player. And they got they got Wayne Bennett, so I think they could do. I think they could do the top eight if they just. We'll have to see the preseason, but I think top ten by the end of the season for the Dolphins, and that's also going to put a lot of pressure on our. Preseason will be cool. Will be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna put a lot of pressure on all these other clubs because it's Uh it's a whole new club. It's it's one more game. Um, and yeah, just. One more game a year for each club. It's just gonna be. It might tire people out more. It's gonna wear them down. Yeah. Nobody's used to it. It's. I know it's exciting. The NRL moving up. Mm, definitely. And um, be. Uh, I, I, I. My biggest issue. It's gonna take them a while to glue, but they'll glue, and then I reckon their second season together. If not many changes are done to the squad, I reckon they'll be good. I, I reckon they'll. I reckon they'll be a tough club. Yeah, I think they could surpass um, the Titans mm-hmm. right now. At least the Titans just didn't have not a, did not have a great year yeah. at all. No. Um, the Warriors have lost two new players. They've uh, they just Storm just signed. Um, I think it's Seve. Um, they lost their fullback Reese Walsh. I think Warriors going to struggle next season. Um, I think Storm's going to struggle more than what they did this season. That they, you know, they had their. They're up, you know, everyone freaking thought they were the best. They thought they were top top of the leagues, which they were. And, you know, now they're slowly falling down yep. position by position. Greg Bellamy only signed a one-year contract with them. Mm. Uh, he's getting older. Billy Slater will probably fill that role, which is good. He's a really good in Origin. Yeah, he um, For his debut year in Origin, with how many youngsters... I think Billy Slater did amazing, and I think that he will be a good coach when the time calls. But yeah, no, the um, the final was just a disappointment. I think it was probably the it wasn't a good game. Most boring final grand final match I've seen. Um, from the get go, when Stephen Crane scored in that first like five minutes, you just you could just tell, like. Once um once Lee Martin scored in the f- to make it eighteen to nil, I just yeah, I stopped paying attention. It um it it was a it was yeah I agree. Um you know grand final was wasn't that good. It really wasn't. I really wish it was had pushed through harder. For beating the Panthers twice in the middle of the year, yeah, 
I would have thought that they would have played better, but Panthers are just too good. Just, yeah, and say, yeah. Congrats, to, like Ivan Cleary, who. Yeah, yeah, like Ivan Cleary, Nathan Cleary, you know, obviously son and father, they're great. Yeah. You know, he's a great coach, Ivan, and, and Cleary, um, Nathan Cleary is a great player. Personally, not a big fan of Nathan, um, but he's a good player. I'm not going to hate on him, but not my favorite. Nathan, player, he's good. Nathan's going to be something special. His kicking game is think, the yeah. best in the league. Yeah. He's a very good runner of the ball, but I stand by it. I don't like Jerome Lawai. He's a good player, but he just... Yeah, he... Yeah. I'm not saying he's a grub, but he, he's just... Yeah. Something about him. He, The way he treated everybody in Origin, the way he was screaming at a knockdown cell in Cabo, um, like, I get the aggression, but there's just some things that aren't necessary. But I, I think he's a, he's a good player. I don't think he's a great player. Not yet, at least. But it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. They lost O'Sullivan, which is their backup number seven. So if Nathan Cleary gets injured, I don't know who can fill in for them. I don't think they have anybody good to fill in for Appy Carousel when he leaves. So, Well, yeah, they don't. They don't. They really... It, it, you just got to hope. They're healthy. Yeah. And good bit, uh, shape, which obviously anything can happen to any player. Doesn't matter. Yeah, any injury can happen. That's what they got to be cautious about. You know, they probably should get get a a substitute for him just in case. They should. They um they, they haven't bought a lot, and their salary cap is getting opened up a lot more with losing Filiami. Because um, mm-hmm. big big front rowers and second rowers get a lot of money. He's I think Filiami is on at least 750 a year. So losing him is a big, big opening for the salary cap. Yeah. Zach Hosking, uh, who will be replacing him, won't be getting more than 300. No. I'd say. Yeah. So, no. It was disappointing. I'm excited for next year. But yeah, definitely. Preseason will be really interesting. It, it will internationals be start this weekend. They do. Yeah. And that's what I'm really excited for. Yeah. And I don't think Nathan Cleary is in the starting lineup. No. Oh, no, he is. He is. Is he? Can we get the starting lineup? I, I think he is. Um. Yeah. Um, I... I thought it was Daily Cherry Evans. Let's have a look here. I, I'm positive. Ah, uh, twenty twenty-two. I mean, I think is going to do really well, but I think the All Blacks are going to win it. That's that's my that's my initial prediction. The All Blacks will win it this season for the internationals, uh, and we haven't had internationals for, since two thousand nineteen. Yeah, for a while, it's been a long time. Okay, so we got. Oh, Josh had a car, obviously. Okay, let's see. Um. Let me search. I'm I'm positive. I swear. Nathan Cleary. No way. No way. He's not in the starting lineup. I think it's. I think the starting lineup is, no, is Tedesco. He's in, it. he's in it. 
I knew it. Where is he? Is he playing seven or is he coming off the bench? I I would assume he's on the field, but then Cherry Evans, because Cherry Evans is there. Oh, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure the starting lineup is um, Tedesco, Marito, Luggy, Josh Adekar, Val Holmes, Latrell Mitt, uh, Munster, and Daly. Yeah. And then. And Hunt, I'm pretty sure. And Hunt is nine, yes. Yes. I couldn't tell you who's 8, 10, 11, 12, oh. and 13. Oh, Cam Murray is 13, I know that. And Harry Grant is 14, I believe. Cameron Murray? Yeah, from the Rebidos. Yeah, he is. We have yeah, Rose. I mean... we got two bunny players, which are three. Campbell Graham, Murray, Patrell. I am, um, me being a Broncos fan... <laughs> I think that uh, I I, th I think Selwyn Cobo should have been in over Murray Talagi, but that's okay. Like, cause he can play both sides. He's uh, Selwyn Cobo is left-footed, but he plays on the right. Yeah. Fair enough. It's gonna um, be. It'll be a good season, obviously. It's got me like, really excited. I'm really glad I'm not you know, working. It's, I I oh yeah. It's always between. Straight, like I always forget about the other country. It's just, it's always just between Australia, England, and the All Blacks. I really forget about all the other teams. Sometimes yeah. Fiji, but Tonga, like, Tonga, yeah, but like Lebanon, Jamaica, Italy, Ireland, Greece, France. Yeah, I know Herbie Farnworth is playing for the English side, which makes me really excited as a Broncos fan because uh, yeah. I, I rate Tom Herbie Farnworth very highly. Um, Tom Burgess for England. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's gonna be. I can't wait to watch him. I'll be rooting for the England just for Tommy Burgess. Yep, big Tommy. Yeah, it all. Uh, I'm very excited for the um for the internationals. It uh, it's got me giddy. But yeah, nah, it's. I hope it's more entertaining than this year's NRL. Um, at least the finals, I should say. Sorry, the series. The the series this year was very good, but the finals was just every game. It kind of just got more boring and boring. Um, the Rabbitohs Panthers game was very good at, at the start. Rabbitohs went twelve up. Yeah. But then they just kind of lost it. Hey, they just. They did. Don't know where it went. They did. Yeah, it was. Shame. I've um. I I really we oh, I wish he was bunnies in um Panthers grand final rematch of last year. Even Cowboys and Panthers, or even both my teams. It should have been Cowboys and Panthers. I want to know what um what the Cowboys players are getting because they didn't lose by a lot, mm. and what they did lose by should have been called out. So mm. I feel like they they're deserving of some Definitely. um reprimands because yeah, that was that call was absolutely shocking. Yeah, they have two sideline touches. They have the on-field referee. Then they have the two in the bunker, and my eight-year-old cousin could have picked that call up. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's. It was really just. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder what the rest. Of it. It's. And I don't believe they got in trouble for it either. Oh. Like that's changes obviously changes the whole competition. It does. And it's Cowboys it's a grand final. Win. It's not just two points in a season. Yeah. It's the grand final that they got robbed. And like, of. imagine if they won. Like, how special would it be for the players? And 
yeah. know, in memory of Pooley Green. Yep. And the, the NRL need to change something, and I hope that the refereeing doesn't cause anything like that in the internationals. I hope not. Obviously, we're going to have different kind of refs, like, from different countries. Hopefully yeah. they're a little bit better. <laughs> But we saw in the um, rugby union World Cup, we saw that um that call in the final. Yeah, heard about that it. was um that was an Italian referee. He, um, I didn't see it all properly, but I know that it was a uh, it was very um. I heard about it now. A lot of people weren't happy with that call either, but just these days the referees are getting involved a lot more than what they should be. Oh, I agree. With lots of sports nowadays, like it's it happens in the Premier League a lot too. Um, I, I, I went to the Premier League semi-regularly, I'm an Arsenal supporter, and yeah. there has been some calls in which I disagree and agree with, and then you see other people disagree and agree with those as well. Yeah. But the fact is, those types of calls shouldn't be a split decision. Those calls should be, like, black or white, yes or no. Yeah, I and agree. Like the referee just rides that fine line until the last second so that he makes up he he makes up the game essentially mm-hmm. and i don't like it the women's um the women's rugby league i've commended it on their refereeing it's i've watched i'd say six games of the seasons like of this season and i don't think i've seen one or two bad calls like they've they're very good the women's refereeing and i don't know what they're doing differently but it's just yeah um with, like, women's, like, sport for, like, you know, NRLW, AFLW, I don't really watch, um, like, uh, like, NRLW, but I was watching the AFLW, and actually, it's actually entertaining. Like, it's actually good. Yeah. Like, they're not bad either, and, like, same with, like, tennis, tennis women, they're obviously good. Tennis women, um, is entertaining, um, but I was watching the AFLW, and it's actually pretty entertaining. I haven't, I, I've watched yeah. bits and pieces of the NRLW. Not a whole load, but the uh, what I've seen of the AFLW, it's actually, actually, it's actually good. Yeah, like I, I'd say that um, sometimes even the NRL women's just do it better than the men's because te- like obviously they're not as big and as strong, but technically it makes them more like it, it technically it makes them better. Yeah. On the ball passing, stepping, like um, they're not bigger than the boys, they're not heavier, they're not stronger, but it just makes them better as a footballer. Yeah. And you can really see that because, like, you see these set plays, you see these crazy, um, these crazy moments. And, yeah, I just, I'm starting to enjoy that a little bit more than the men's because it's, yeah, as I said, the refereeing. And on a technical standpoint, the girls just, some of them are better players. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not saying that, like, some new female player is better than like Nathan Cleary or like something like that but just you just because no experience on a general rule yeah just yeah on a general rule the women just on the ball passing the ball are better yeah and um, they seem really good to see yeah 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 I agree I just hope that uh, it gets more promotion because it deserves more promotion definitely it does you don't um I don't see any women's sport promotion to be honest, you don't. No, except I don't think I saw an ad for the um not for, for the, the w- women's w- 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 
Nah. With tennis, I do. Yeah. It's a lot but tennis has always been a... Yeah, for women. Like, women have been involved in it for a, lot, a long time. But, like, with NRL, like, W Grand Final, if it'll be... I didn't see any promotion. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't see any. Whatsoever. Yeah. It's... Yeah, you shouldn't have to, like, look up that kind of stuff. It's... You get these KFC ads about the men's grand final and stuff, and it's like, oh, cool. <laughs> you don't see that for the women's. Mm. It's... It's the same corporation, and, the you know, same... I assume the same sponsors. So, yeah, I... It's, yeah. It's, hopefully I get more information, because it's definitely... It's worthwhile watching, entertaining. It is. If you haven't watched it before, try watching it when you can. Obviously, the season's over, but yeah. when you can, try, because it's... Sometimes, I ascended women's match would have been more entertaining than the CS grand fi- men's grand final. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah, no, I think... I think that um, there's not... I think we covered most of the uh, NRL for this year and yeah. next year. In our last podcast together, we talked a lot more about the next season. Yeah, yeah, we did. If you want to go check that out, it's a great episode. One of my greatest episodes. It's 25 Other Things podcast. If you want to check it out, NRL segment. Um, link will be in the description. But... Yeah, um, obviously, uh, finishing off now for the NRL and, you know, sports, um, with the NRL 2022 grand final, um, and this season overall, I wasn't involved in this season much, I, did I go to a game this year? I didn't go to one game this year, last year I went to, like, three games, um, just, like, I stepped away from NRL a lot this year, and I don't know, I just, it, it, it really stepped away from me, I feel like it wasn't as entertaining, so I hope it picks up next year. I hope, you know, the good spirit of the fandom yeah. of NRL comes back because I love. I remember when I was like ten years old and like in from like two thousand, well, from when I can remember till twenty eighteen, seventeen. I loved watching the NRL. I just don't watch it as much as I do anymore. Yeah, I I took a break from it, mm. and um, probably between twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen, mm. it just. Um, all my old favorite players left and everything like that, but it was um no, yeah, I got I got connected with it again. All all the OG players from I remember when I was a little kid, like Greg Inglis, I loved him. The Burgess brothers, JT, you know the the Origin Squad, all the boys, um, you know Billy, um, all of them, yep. Cameron Smith. Now they're all gone. <laughs> so. But yeah, it's um. Yeah, like Adam Reynolds, Damien Cook, they're still they're still kicking Dengar guy. But yeah, there's still are a lot of goat players out there, of course, always will be. Um, but I really hope you know you can next year, twenty twenty three season will be awesome and uh Rabbitos versus Cowboys grand final, twenty twenty three. Broncos ain't making the eight. Broncos aren't making the eight. <laughs> ah, Nah, we will. We've got a proper fullback now in Reese Walsh. He's uh, coming back to the club. Him linking up with Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mam. This was his debut year. Pat Carrigan's debut year. Not sorry, not his debut year. His debut I, origin year. I think. I um, guess, but like, I just, I don't see Broncos winning, making the grand final, let alone winning it. Okay, if we make it into... We were in the top four for seven weeks or something yeah. or other. And then you don't make the top eight. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. The, it end, is. Of the end, end of the season just, like, went downhill. It did. Um, 
that's why I think this is a uh, this is Kevin Walters' second year. Well, it was the second year. Yeah. He um he was we're getting out of the bin. We um yeah. we were the wooden spoons He's... in twenty twenty. We were the fourteenth on twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty two ninth. You need Wayne back, but he's with oh, the Dolphins. Yeah. That's right. We're still swap deal. They can have Kevy. We'll have we'll have uh, we'll have Wayne back. I'm excited for the Dolphins next year. I am. I've always liked Wayne Bennett. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. He's the best coach of all time. You know, he every grand final he's been in, he won except last year's Bunny's grand final. It's because Rabbitohs just choked him, mate. No. I stand by it. If Lachon Mitchell was in the grand final last year, they would have won it. He just brings a different feast. I'm which not, I don't like him. I'm not a huge fan of him, um, but he's a good player. I can't. As you said, he's yeah. passionate about the game. As you said last week, or two weeks ago, our last episode, he's passionate about yeah. the game. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he's aggressive, but he's aggressive for the football game, not for Correct. not not against anybody else. No. He, um, He's there to win. Yeah, it's commendable. He's playing for the badge. Yeah. yeah. He's not playing to hurt anybody. No. He's there to win. He's... Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, I think we covered everything I for the NRL. So yeah, 30-minute so 30, 30 segment. So, yeah, this 2023 season, let's hope for all the best Dolphins. Good luck. Um, Obviously, when season kicks off and obviously internationals... We'll touch base on that, um, but we're going to head off for another break, and we'll be back to talk about some Marvel and recent TV and film uh, announcement and news, so stay tuned for that, and we'll be back after the break. Stay tuned. And we are back just after the quick little break, and uh, we're here to talk about some. <laughs> just a quick little break. Little break, little break, guys. Yeah, it's a little break. Just this little one. Yeah, only like a dead, like two minute break. Yo, um, we're we're here to talk about Marvel now. Um, now let's start it off with something that I don't care about that oh, yeah. we got clickbaited on daredevil finally showed up in she-hulk episode 8 oh my goodness i don't care they okay it's people were golden. Only... you haven't seen it have you joseph i've seen bits and pieces on tiktok i have yeah. not watched the show no i do not plan to watch the show and i really they... like charlie cox i really like the daredevil show but i'm not watching it yeah uh, I was I the first, the start of the show was alright, it was funny, but I've probably watched like six episodes now and man I've watched episode one to six and like man nah I don't care anymore. It's just like some stupid venom it's venom it's venom show that just Thank you, buddy. way way too I just I don't know. It just doesn't not me, man, not for me, not for a lot of people. And you know, they put Daredevil in the trailer and people were only watching to see Daredevil and he finally showed up with what mm-hmm. in episode eight and there's only one episode to go, which came out tonight. Thursday the thirteenth oh. tonight. Do I binge watch it all? An hour and forty minutes ago. I, I ain't watching episode seven, eight, nine. I don't care anymore. I am sorry, I <laughs> I don't care anymore. Like, the first... Okay, I was enjoying the show at the start. It was funny. But the humor got out of control. Yeah. 
It's like um, I with the whole feminist thing, like I I understand the goal and I agree with the goal. But the way they do it ruins what their show or the movie or whatever it is. Like it's way too dramatic and over exaggerated. Yeah, like the way that I um I, mean, I think I may have explained this in the last episode, but the reason that Black Panther did so well was because the whole Black Lives Matter, well, that, that wasn't out, that wasn't a thing at the time, but the whole, the the black issues in the world drove the mo- drove the movie. It didn't take over the movie. It didn't control the storyline. It drove the storyline, which is good. Which is really how it movie. yeah, like, it harnesses the power. Michael. Those real issues into the movie wasn't actually a bad thing it actually yeah as you you said drove the movie yeah it drove the movie forward it continued the story it didn't have a story and then oh that's there by the way it was the premise of the story and it kept the story going kept the like it it molded the characters (laughs) it didn't just have a side plot in the movie that's what i think she hulk from what i've seen and from what other people have said it's kind of just there and it ruins it because the whole plot of it is like the story isn't about her issues as a woman yeah it's just on the side and it's good to express those yeah but sometimes to get a message across you need to show not tell mm-hmm. so yeah. just her screaming at bruce from the clip i've seen where her screaming at bruce because she's been catcalled and whatever yeah, it, it's bad. It is, and you know what they even like with Hulk lately with Bruce, they've made him like I just don't like smart smart Hulk anymore. Like I want him to go back to his badass big Hulk, fearless. Yeah, Hulk, you know from the Incredible Hulk and go back to the real Hulk lore, like. But just having these sub storylines ruin it, and I think that's why a lot of people don't like it because it's shoving these things in your face doesn't work you need to show people the problem so that they can understand what it is because it's it ruins it when you're just having somebody scream in your face these problems I, it I, doesn't work and it doesn't grab people's attention yeah i agree you know i haven't obviously i don't want to stay on the topic of the shield because personally it's just not a show for me and i i haven't finished it so i can't give my full opinion but like the ratings aren't very good anyway and they're not. I, I haven't seen anything on the yeah, ratings. They're not. It's like fifty percent. Oh shit! So, I mean, I don't know if they're if they're renewing it for season two. I don't. I don't imagine so. But who really knows? Um, but yeah, Daredevil finally showing up. Apparently, it was an epic episode. I might watch the episode, uh, maybe just episode eight, just to you know see what it was like. Apparently, it was really really good. Um, so who knows? Um, I'll give it. I might give it a, a watch. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's finale tonight, so see if the show was overall good. I, I, it, I, I have doubts it was overall good. I don't think the Daredevil episode is gonna make it the best show, best MCU show. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, like it's um. Um. I think it had potential, and I would like to see them do a season two if it's. If they um, can change it up a bit, if they. Yeah, make it good. You know, she Hulk could have been a sick, badass character. Like in the comics, she's crazy, bro. Well, 
I don't know if you know this, but in the comics, her and Daredevil have a relationship. So I never knew that. Yeah, no, they did. Ah. Um, I believe so. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they had a relationship in the comics. So seeing them Perfect. have that, you kind of see that little charm. I've seen clips, and you kind of see that charm that they have yep. Yep. together on screen, yes. and it worked. Like, I really liked it, so... I think uh, if they do a season two, it should include the Daredevil and maybe yeah. progress that. But also, it's up to obviously it's up to the directors, and if they want yeah, to exactly. pursue a different route, yeah, definitely. But then no, I never knew that. It's interesting. Yeah. But you know, going back to Black Panther now, moving on from She-Hulk, you know, we might talk about it later. Uh, I don't know if I'll do a review on the show if I finish it, maybe. But Black Panther, the recent, the newest trailer dropped the official trailer, and you know, Black Panther two comes out. Well, kind of forever comes out very soon, start of November. So I'm hyped for that. Um, Absolutely. Very hyped for it. It's going to break records, man. I really believe so. You think? I I do. Look how good the first one did, and yeah. Now Cadwick is no longer with us, so people are going to go, one, in respect of Cadwick, two, two, just to watch Black Panther, because Black Panther's sick, and three, yeah, this Marvels, it's Black Panther, as I said, I think it's going to break records, like, Black Panther 1 is top eight highest grossing films of all time. Yeah. Okay, yep. I, I think it'll black, break uh, records, and now Elvis and Black Adam which is DC, comes out soon as well, end of this month, end of October. Um, yep. That's actually some competition. Oh, bro, there are only at, two- first, at first, I'm like, okay, Black Adam is going to flop. It's going to be The Rock's first ever flop movie. But... I would um, say the first. Not, none of the first, but like, a lot of his movies now, they do yeah. really, they do good. You know, if The Rock's in it, people are going to go see it. But now, I really yeah. think it's going to do crazy. I reckon it's going to do good. I don't think it's going to break records, but I think it's going to do good. A lot of DC fans are really happy with The Rock, um, like, because what he just announced. Henry Cavill, Superman, uh, The Rock just confirmed him. That's, it's big. Adam. It's big. The Rock just confirmed Henry Cavill to reprise his role as Superman in Black Adam. Like, uh, the last time we saw him was the Snyder Cut, I believe, and that was amazing. Um, so I, I, I think it's going to do good. A lot of fans are excited for it now. Comes out when, like October twenty, so literally a week, a week today. Is it? I thought it was October thirtieth. Not October twentieth, a week today. Yeah, yeah, it's very close. So, um gonna be crazy dude it will be it'll be very I, good I'm, i'll go check it out i have to now but i don't know i might check it out i'll, I'll see what the reviews are looking like but i can't really trust reviews nowadays um, yeah well so um, no i didn't i was when you told me that news i got it's exciting it's it's very big um yeah Black Adam has been estimated to gross between seventy and seventy-five million in its opening weekend. Do we know how much was spent on it? Uh, the budget was. Ooh. 
I think it was actually, I think it was a mid, because a lot of the, 185 to 200 mil, okay, so it was average super, superhero film budget. Yeah, yeah, 185 so they could, um, million. obviously, making a profit, that's where it counts, but, yeah. will it, I, I, I assume it will, it's a superhero uh, movie. It will make over um, 200 okay. 200 million, sorry. It's, I reckon it'll get up to around what the Batman got to, which was 770. That's what I was going to say. I think this movie's going to... This movie, I think, will benefit off the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not in the same universe, I know that. Yeah, but still DC, obviously. Them, DC, having a good reputation now, because of the Batman, it will I look better on them, Batman now that the Batman DC, did so well. Yeah. That's exactly why I think that Black Adam will then profit from the benefit of the Batman movie being so good. So now DC has a good... Like, DC have a good look for them now. Yeah, I agree. Like, I hope so, it doesn't do better than the Batman. I don't think it will. It'll be closer. I think it could. I, I think not, like, Shazam... Shazam did very well. Yeah, it did. Eh? Like, for being an underestimated movie. And Black Adam is along those lines. But you know what's going to um, flop for DC? What's that? Flash. Oh... But he's going to see that. We'll see what, sorry? The Flash. Ah, oh, Flashpoint. Ezra Miller is destroyed it. I was looking for it forward to it because Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. Ezra Miller is just I, um, an idiot. Quite I had a discussion about this with a friend. Using Flashpoint makes me already not like it because Flashpoint in the comics is such a big yeah. influence on the comics as in the com- it changed everything Flashpoint yeah. did. Yeah. So using this as a scapegoat to then change the universe feels lazy. Because mm. that's what I think they're doing. They're yeah, changing because okay, what Flashpoint is is Barry going back in time to save his mum from being killed and his dad from going to jail. Um, so having that Changes everything um, in the TV series. Oh, sorry, not the TV series. In the Flashpoint animated movie, um, Bruce Wayne's dad becomes Batman because Bruce dies. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Flashpoint changes everything. So using that as a scapegoat to change your universe because of the flop of previous movies, it feels lazy. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Flashpoint is such a big name for DC and using it to just fix your mistakes. I, I don't like it. Yeah. That's fair enough. Like, I I was looking forward to The Flash. You know, it was meant to come out when? Like, 2021? Now it got delayed so much. So many times. Because mainly COVID as well, and Ezra Miller controversy. He put out a public apology or something. They, like, he put out a thing. But he's still with... People are just going to take him as a joke now. Yep. He's got some serious issues, and he needs to... I want to, like, ground upon him because um, he's a great actor, yeah, but, like, it's disappointing with Warner Brothers to, you know, still continue the movie when he's seriously got some things to sort out. And he just, he's got a criminal record and he's done all this stuff and they're just continuing the thing. He put out a public apology and, oh, look at that, all things are fine. Yep. We'll see where it goes. We'll see. Um, I, I don't, I don't like him as, as an actor, I think, um, 
different spectrums, but uh, Grant Gustin in the CW show, he plays the Flash. He, I think, he does a really good job with the, as the Flash. At least a better job than Ezra does. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we've done it again. We've gone. We've changed subjects. We were supposed to be talking about Marvel. We're okay. talking about DC. Okay, we're going back to Marvel now. Let me go over. Yep. Now, Armor Wars was set to be a TV show, and now it's coming out as a as a film. It's releasing in theaters now. They've changed it from a television show to a film, which is good. That's a big television shows is own starting to annoy me. Yep. So that's a that's a that's a W. Um. Now a few Marvel projects have been delayed. Uh, Blade has been delayed to September sixth, twenty twenty four. Fantastic Four has been delayed to November eighth, twenty twenty four. Avengers Secret Wars has been delayed to May 1, 2026. So, Secret Wars went, was meant to come out 2025, straight after Avengers Kang Dynasty. And now they've delayed it a year. Which I think is a good thing as, uh, you know, so many films were so close together. And delaying it gives them more time to make them better. And, you know, Marvel Studios are known to put a lot of stress on their VFX artists, especially. So hopefully with the bigger gaps between the films, some stress of of um, the VFX artists get revealed, uh, re- relieved, sorry, because, you know, they they do rush their VFX artists. Marvel Studios are known for that. Yeah, you know, that's a shame. So I'm glad they're delaying these projects, especially Secret Wars, because, you know, Secret Wars is going to be a big hit, and I, I, I hope it's perfect. I want it to be perfect. So, what, freaking four years, just under four years till we get it. I agree, but what's got me worried is um, we only got this released what three months ago? All this stuff. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con. And it's Con. already been delayed. Yeah. Like, what went wrong for that to occur? So. Yeah, I agree. Um, but and same with um Deadpool, Deadpool three. It got delayed. They released. They were announced two weeks ago, and they delayed it two months. Jeez, it's. They've delayed it from September to. November. I suppose it's easier to delay something now than it is too later. Yeah. But, like, I don't understand. They re- they announced it two weeks ago and already changed the dates. Like, that's so unprofessional and unorganized. It is. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. But, I hope, you know, the bigger gaps. And, yeah, that's one thing. We haven't actually talked. Deadpool 3 got announced. Yeah. Saving the glory for last. Deadpool 3 got announced. It will be part of the MCU and was meant to come out uh, September 2024, but it's been delayed to November 8, 2024. So hyped. It'll be part of the MCU. And um, Ryan Reynolds confirmed that it's going to be a different Deadpool from the multiverse. There's going to be mo- multiple Deadpools. That's kind of... It, it's going to be good. And be cool, our though. first MCU Wolverine is also confirmed I to be Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is reprising his role as Wolverine. You know, many people are like, how? He died in Logan. Well, it's a different timeline, guys. It's a different timeline. Logan did take place in 2029 or 2027. So, he, um, realistically, they could do whatever they want. Correct, bro. I'm Uh, so excited. Two years. Two years next month. Crazy. Two years, it, it feels so long away too. Like well, it, even longer for a Star Wars film, bro. Twenty twenty five is the next one. I yeah. So well, ridiculous. we had this discussion last time. Star Wars MCU, oh sorry, Marvel needs to take a step aside and let Star Wars have its 
have its payday again. Marv, um, Disney are focusing on Marvel a lot. I feel like Disney like Marvel more than did Star Wars. I know that's probably what they need to do. I think that they need to like Disney need to separate it because you can tell that it's it's like you can tell that it's Marvel and Disney competing for each other for like their spotlight over Big Dad Disney, right? They're fighting over each other, and it's just Marvel's winning that battle. Marvel's been winning that battle since 2008. Every time Star Wars did something, Force Awakens came out. Avengers Age of Ultron came out. Yeah. Right? Every time, like, Rise of Skywalker, Endgame. But, like, after, I agree, but, like, with Star Wars, Star Wars had so much hype around the time of The Force Awakens, and then, you know, Force Awakens came out, fans were iffy about it, but were excited for what's next. You know, Star Wars is finally back. And then Jedi Shadow comes out, and it totally divides the fandom it destroyed yep. the star wars fandom the star wars fandom is the last jedi destroyed star wars i reckon because lucasfilm is scared so. lucasfilm is scared to do films now because of the box office for solo it did terrible but i think it did yeah, terrible you because can't rely on a on one single side movie. project like but it, solo bad. wasn't it did like bad. solo isn't star wars Oh, Whoa. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Solo isn't, um, like, part of the nine. Yeah, I agree. Like, But, like, look at Rogue One. It got 1.2 billion. Yeah. That's not part of the nine. Solo did bad because The Last Jedi divided the fandom, and then people were like, well, I ain't going to see Solo. I'm sick of Star Wars. Now. Yep. What the hell did I just watch? It was poor oh, they're going to ruin Han Solo now. Personally, I enjoyed Solo. We spoke about this in the last episode, but... Yeah. Again, we're going off topic, back to Marvel. So yeah, Deadpool 3, um, it'll be good, Barry. I'm really excited for it. And, um, you know, some other film and TV news. Uh, Halloween Ends came out today. Um, I'm going to see it on Saturday with my dad. Um, so, I'm excited for it. Now, the reviews are out on Letterboxd. They're not looking very good. <laughs> really? Yeah, like Halloween Oof. 2018 did amazing. It's the second highest rated uh, Halloween film after the original Halloween. And then Halloween yep. Kills absolutely did terrible with um, reviews. So Halloween ends 82%. That's good. I didn't see that. 82%. Um, 82% audience score, 60% Rotten Tomatoes, 2.5 out of 10 on Switch, and 2.6 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Oh, 2.5. How many? Sorry, was that two 2.5s? Yeah. I mean, how does it go from 82 down to... Yeah, audience scores 82%, but critic scores is... So 82% for audience, and then critic is, ni- uh, is 60%, 2.5 out of 5, and 2.6 out of 5. For the different reviewing company things. It kind of... I mean... I'm. I would trust the uh, the audience over the critics. To be honest, there's nowadays critics to just they have their set like they have their dot points of what's good in a movie, yeah. and if it doesn't come up to that standard, then um, then yeah. But you can uh, enjoy a movie without everything that these critics want and need. Yeah, exactly. So I I hope it's good. I think it will be. You know, the 2018 Halloween was amazing. 
yeah, one of the, as I just said, second highest Halloween um, rate of reviews. And then Halloween Kills absolutely terrible. It got like 17%. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that is awful. Because yeah. Ends is the last one between... Um, the Ends is going to be like the last one with Michael Myers and Laurie Strode. Jamie Lee Curtis' yeah. character. So. Yeah, it's... I mean, uh, hopefully it's good. Because it's such a big franchise. Yeah, at least in the horror, at least in the horror genre, it is probably... I, I I mean, I find, obviously, the original one's not scary at all. I watched it the other night. It's not scary at all. Um, Halloween, the 2018 one, it's, obviously, it's more scary. But that's because, you know, the other one's, what, 1978 and then, or something like that. And then yeah. the 2018 one, not 2018, like, so it's going to be a difference in horrorness because you can do it better now. Yeah, if you look, if you watch an 80s horror movie and you watch a... um. 2010s horror movie, the difference is crazy. Like, what you get fear out of is so much more different. Like, and I, I don't really get scared from movies with people in a mask. I get scared from yeah. the ones like freaking The Conjuring, The Nun, Smile, Smile. Yeah, this is Smile. Like the creepy ones creep me out. Yeah. Like I cannot watch The Conjuring or the or Paranormal Activity. Any of that ghost, spirit, creepy. No, I can't do that, dude. I can't, bro. Like, last year, me and my mates went on a whole freaking roll of watching horror films, and we watched watched Paranormal Activity. We watched this Aussie horror film called The Babadook. That was really good, but creepy as hell. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It was creepy as hell, bro. It was pretty scary. But, yeah, The Conjuring. We watched um, The Babadook. We watched The Conjuring, and we watched... Paranormal activity in the one night. I cannot do the paran- paranormal activity or freaking conjuring, dude. You didn't go to sleep, did you? No. I, I just like, okay, let's just do an all-nighter. Let's, let's just turn, leave my light on. Yeah, yeah. Keep your little night light on the entire time, yeah. Horror films, they're, they're fun, they're fun. Yeah. No, it's, um... Yeah, masks, like, people in masks don't... Bloody scary me like Michael Myers. Scream. Yeah, like Ghost. Yeah, Michael Myers, Ghost Faced. Um, who else is there? Freaking uh, Freddy. He's not in a mask. Yep. Doesn't he get burnt? Yeah, he's burnt alive. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously Jason. Like they don't That's really it. scare me. Yeah. They're good. Though. It's um. They're they're one of the best. They're the best horror films out there, but. They just don't scare me, like, people in a mask. I'll tell you what does scare me, bloody clowns. Ever since, because, because, okay, I'll tell you this, like, okay, it, it yep. isn't that scary, but, like, freaking clowns in general scare me. In 2016, remember all the clown thing? Mm-hmm. There was a, cl- a clown came into my school, and we went into lockdown, and my principal oh, chased wow. him down the street. And I saw it all. <laughs> that would have been great to watch. a chainsaw. Oh, God. And your principal chased chased them down. Chased them down the street. Hey, please tell me he had a bigger chainsaw. Otherwise, that guy's got balls of steel. <laughs> in, Holy in shit! Ah, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. A principal's will to protect his children. Yeah. That oh, weighs anything. I was in grade four. It was scary, man. I don't. I can't Jeez. do clowns because of that. And then I, I, I watched all this stuff on like YouTube. Um, TikTok wasn't around back then. 
that like YouTube with like all the clown stuff and man. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, um, I remember it. Even, I was. How did it even happen? Like, why did people start dressing out of up as? I forget the reason. Like it. When did it come out? It. I think it was. I think it was because of it. Twenty seventeen. I think it was because um the promotion of it people started like admitting that they were being scared of it and then I'm I'm not I'm not actually sure I won't um I won't claim anything but it made seven hundred and one million dollars that's good for a horror movie but I would call it, it is it horror movies of, don't sell crazy yeah I would call it more of like a thriller supernatural I guess it's definitely got supernatural elements to yeah. elements to it seven hundred and one for a horror horror for meant to be scary films really good. Yeah. Um, it helped. It had the Stranger Things kids in it because I think they um I think yeah. Stranger Things season one came out uh before it. Yeah. And then. So it, I think the that doing so well because it had a few kids from that. In it. Yeah, it did like as Billy and Richie and stuff. I'm pretty sure, but it chapter two did made three hundred million less. It got four hundred seventy three, which is still good. Not as good. As yeah. Yeah, that, that was just yeah. weird. 2016 was a weird time. Like, we say now is a weird time with, you know, everything that's happening in the world. But, like, clowns, what the hell? It's so, like, this random. Yeah. It was a weird, bro. It was, um, it was very, uh, it was funny, some of the clips you saw online, like, because uh, yeah. obviously clowns are just people. Yeah. So they're just faking it. Yeah, that was, was, I remember there was one on the news. The police went up to, it was, it was in America, because in America it was huge. Um, yeah. Like all the clowns running around. So one of the police, they went up to the clown. He had another chain. They all had chainsaws, and he had a chainsaw. And then he puts his hands up, and it was so funny. He puts his hands up, and then he gets on the ground. It was just so funny. Yeah, I've still run up. Like it's so. It was funny to watch. But, uh, if you see the, uh, if you see the people that just start fighting back, like there was a clown just came out in the middle of the road. I've seen. And it was a dash cam video. And then these two guys get out with baseball bats, and the guy just start, and the clown just starts bolting yeah. it. Right. Yeah, some of it's so funny. Like the clowns think, "Oh, they scare these people," and like the ones that yep. you know are out in the middle of the night on the roads, and then cars drive past. Yeah, I've seen the yeah. clips. See the people in the car stop, and they get out, and they got a weapon, and they chase the clown, and the clown runs away. Yeah, um, like it. Um, it didn't really happen here. At least I never saw it in person. I saw a few. Um, I saw a few, like driving to school. We seen one on the side of the road once, and obviously at yep. school, the one that happened at school. Um, there's one at my soccer at my soccer um training. I witnessed yeah. it a few times. It was weird, man. It was. I was in grade four, so I was. How old was I? Uh I was. Sixteen. I was. I was nine. I think I would have been in grade. You would have been grade. Grade seven. Grade seven, yeah. I think I graduated from primary school in grade in grade, uh, twenty fifteen. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been grade seven. That sounds about right. Yeah. Jeez, that um, oh, that's a that's a good flash that's a flashback. Yeah, bro. I remember it's weird times. Yeah. Um. There we go. Off, off topic again. <laughs> A little bit. No, is there, um, it's, it's fun to talk I don't about think there's this. any more. No, I think we covered a lot of stuff, though. A lot of stuff we've covered a lot tonight was a good episode. About nearly a two-hour show again. About two hours. I first segment was forty minutes, and then second segment thirty. This segment thirty. Pretty good. That's good. That's a good show. 
Um, well, I, I, I think we've covered everything. You know, we talked about Andor, NRL, talked about other sports stuff. We went off track. Uh, Marvel, um, DC, film, horror, that clown flashbacks. Um, but no, it was good to have you back on the show, Joseph. I definitely enjoyed this episode again. And yeah, thank you. Um, thank you for coming back onto the show. Thanks for having me. I love to. Yeah, I'd love to have you back on if you if you want to. I'm sure everyone would love to see you again. I no worries. Just ask me, and I will. Cool, man. Well, yeah. I hope I hope to see you guys in the future again. Uh yeah. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, I think we're gonna end up the episode now. If you guys enjoyed, please leave a like and subscribe if you're new. And I hope to see you guys again. And yeah, I I'll see you guys in the next episode. Yep. <laughs> um, thanks, guys. Thanks. I just want to thank you know everyone for watching my podcast. We've been doing it for like over a year now, a year and a year and a month, a year and a month and two days. And you know we've grown to 350 subscribers on the YouTube, on the Spotify, getting 8,000 views an episode. It's been a good journey so far, and I hope I I hope to continue. Um. But, yeah, I just want to thank you all for, you know, being here along the ride. And thanks, Joseph, for coming on the last two episodes. Um, it, it, it's been good. So, yeah, we're going to end it off now. Um, thank you guys again. And um, I hope to see you all very, very soon. Um, yeah, thanks, guys. I'll, I'll, talk to I'll talk to you all later. And thanks, Joseph, again for coming on the show. No worries. All right, guys. We're out. Bye-bye.